Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Daily Stock Day Trading Podcast in my ears Guiding me through my hopes and fears Tune in daily, don't miss a single show Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow Taking risks, making moves, seeking success Together we'll conquer, no room for any less Listen now Good morning, it's Monday, February 12th You know, it's it's two days before Valentine's Day uh, I'm gonna show you the love and I was just ranting. There were uh, six people, I think four privately, two publicly, that bitched about um, my rant on Friday that, yeah, I shill too much. Uh, I looked you people up. If you did bitch and complain, I looked you up as well as I could. As far as I can tell, everybody complained that I'm shilling too much uh, neither has tipped me, uh, has purchased any of the products, uh, is a paid newsletter. And, you know, I don't mind if you're free. But I, I can't tell if they're free, uh, but they're not a paid newsletter subscriber. So the people who are saying that I uh, have shilled too much have not supported the podcast. Simple. Quite simple. So, you know, I- again, support the podcast. Maybe I don't have to sell it. I do not make a living at this. <laughs> there is nobody in the world who could live off the salary that I get. That's the point. The, po- the reason why I got affiliates is, A, I use these services. They are part of my system. Um, the, and, and, and B, it's not like I'm getting a ton of money from ads. So I, I, I released my YouTube ads. It's like 40 bucks a month. So five, five shows a week of an hour a day, which includes probably five to six hours to actually, uh, you know, research. So again, eh, just support me. So if you're going to complain, this is what I want somebody to do if they're going to complain. If you're going to put some type of public comment that I'm shilling too much and that I need to go back to not shilling, uh, send me a Venmo, $5 Venmo. That's your charge. And then I won't bitch. Then I won't complain. So, And I, I, won't, I won't call you out publicly. I won't call anybody out publicly today cause, just because we got a long show. Where are we? Uh, well, first thing I want to do is actually shill, but it's a reason for a shill. So there are a couple of things. Uh, I got an email from Seeking Alpha that Alpha Picks price is going up significantly after this sale. Alpha Picks right now is on sale for $89 for the first year. I got an email that it's going to go up significantly, and it's because of their performance. Alpha Picks is up 105%. Versus the S&P performing at 32%. I didn't know what the price is. They won't tell me what the price is. But 
Timothy in our private Facebook group just wrote an hour ago that he got an email from Seeking Alpha and they are upping the price uh, for anybody who does not take this deal at $89. You're crazy if you don't take it at $89 because it's performing 105%. Who is Alpha Picks for? It's for long-term holders. It's not for short-term holders. It's for long-term holders. It's one, one uh, two stocks per month where they buy it and they track their, uh, their, their position based on the opening of the day that they announce it. And then they announce it, they track their position on the closing when they announce to sell. So it is buy and sell. It's for long-term. But here's the email that he got from Seeking Alpha, and this is what's crazy, is he says, uh, Seeking Alpha says, your price as an $89, you got in under the $89, we will renew you at $199. But those people who don't get in on this $89 deal that ends Wednesday, they will get charged $499. That's the new price of Seeking Alpha Premium. It's $4.99. So kind of, you know, uh, who was it? Will sent me this. You know, Jim Kramer. You can get three months of Jim Kramer for 99 bucks. That means you're just doing the inverse of what Jim Kramer says because he said Bitcoin was going to do it. Bitcoin had seen its day. Bitcoin, it seems, day. Yeah, Jim Cramer, 99 bucks. So understand that I think this $89 deal for anybody that's new to investing, anybody that wants to read actual uh, analysis of why somebody chooses a stock. And it's, it's, it's a group of people that basically chooses the, these stocks based on committee. They have had phenomenal. And if you want, just go into our private Facebook group. There's several people who have posted that they are up uh, just on the, the basically picking out some stocks out of this. They're up 20%, 12%, somewhere in that neighborhood on stocks that they picked out of that portfolio. So I am going to shill a little bit. But the reason I shill is because I believe in this service. Uh, I think it's a good service for you to get into. And again, it's 89 bucks. Uh, it, it's a sale that's going on until Wednesday. Don't do what some people did with uh, with Trendspider. Didn't get in at the the three four hundred dollar price, and all of a sudden now it's a thousand dollars. Trendspider is a deal. It's it's eight hundred ninety two dollars. It's normally you, you're saving fifty percent. It's normally you know eight hundred ninety five dollars more. You're saving fifty percent. So again, don't do that deal, but seeking alpha, uh, alpha picks. I think it's a great, great price on that one. Where are we with the Qs? Qs is down slightly, 0.12 in pre-market. Don't worry about it. Uh, I think we wind up, the, again, we, we are looking at super positive uh, economy right now. Uh, the Chiefs, the Democratic uh, conspiracy won because uh, Taylor Swift, um, you know, again, if you think that there is some type of NFL uh, conspiracy uh, that Taylor Swift uh, and the Democrats have conspired, those are the people I want in charge of, of running any type of world. Because if you believe that there is somebody that is that organized that can get the NFL to actually uh, conspire uh, against the, the, you know, the, the 49ers and, and, and call a game that close and, and be able to determine the winner, you're out of your freaking mind. But Taylor Swift did win. We didn't get the proposal that was rumored. Uh, we thought Travis Kelsey would walk into the end zone, uh, put a robe and a crown on him, and then get down on one knee and propose to Taylor. We didn't get that. But it was a good game either way. And and kudos to Brandon. Uh, your Chiefs won. So, uh, yeah, Q's, eh, you know, I, I think we're going on another leg. 
I think we're going to have a, a little bit of a down morning, maybe even an up morning, but I think we wind up the day higher. Uh, it is earnings week, so we're going to go through quite a bit of earnings. Um, this one I wanted to bring up. If you were trading during the pandemic, Wish.com was a crazy stock. They just sold Wish.com. Now, what I want to point out in this article is that this article says the purchase price is $6.50 per share, okay? That's a 44% premium to the closing price on Friday. If you had Wish.com in your bucket of, uh, you know, God, I wish, uh, you know, I I really want Wish.com, that's great. This was trading at $6.74 in pre-market. It has come back down as the market has opened to logical pricing of $6.46. There is no reason to pay anything more than $6.50. This shows you retail is back. Retail is back. Wish.com trading for more than than $6.50 per share. Retail's back. I mean, just retail's back. It wanted to go here and fill this gap up to $8.16. I knew it. I, I know that that's what it was trying to do, that some people were looking, oh my God, it's going to go there. Read your news, understand your news. It's six fifty per share. So that's the first one. Uh, I, IBD, Investors Business Daily Sector Leaders, um, this is a good list. And I'm going to include, I'm going to go over a bunch of X uh, Twitter stuff because I was t- searching Twitter. I'll put it all in the newsletter. The newsletter is absolutely free, dailystockpick.substack.com. But uh, here are the IBD sector leaders. What's interesting is APD, Anet, Fix, Crowd, Datadog, Elf, Nvidia, Odd. I mean, many of these we've talked about. Many of these are runners. Uh, these are you know strong fundamentals and price performance metrics. Again, look at that. That that tweet alone should give you some ideas. Um, this was interesting talking about Wish.com and and all the retail stuff. I did the buy and hold a little too long term from COVID. This is kind of where I want to go, is understanding when you need to let go of stocks, um, you know, at 89% down, at 90% down, at 95% down, there's no hope and pray. UAVS, this is the drone company. So many people, including myself, traded this. Um, This is a trade. It is not, I repeat, these are not buy and hold. You're not going to get one of these companies that all of a sudden changes your life. If you want to change your life, take 5% of your actual uh, gross uh, income right now uh, and put it into Bitcoin, put it into Ether, put it into crypto. Those are the things that will do life-changing things over 10 to 15 years. These stocks that aren't making money, they are not going to do that for you. They will not do that for you. So don't be fooled into this. Don't be this guy. Um, yeah, uh, Shay, this was an absolute gem of a, uh, of a, of a thread. And if you're invested in chips, I want you to go over here and read this thread. Shay, you should be following him on Twitter. He is absolutely educational on this platform and you can go and use Seeking Alpha and do more research if you want. But this fabulous chip design model has revolutionized the semiconductor industry by separating chip design from manufacturing. He goes over everything in here. Uh, He goes over the fabulous and the foundries. Understand what the difference between the two are. If you're invested in chips, I urge you, go and read this. He breaks out all of these companies with their their benefits, their key metrics, um, exactly what they're good at, 
what they might be bad at, you can research that too. But he goes over everything and he goes over it in such such detail. I mean, I really like Shay. He teaches me a lot about this stuff. AMD, one of the hottest semiconductor setups heading into this week. I do own AMD. I own NVIDIA. I own SMCI. Uh, AMD is one. I think Joe and I were adding this one at 109 and it dipped down to 99. I wound up buying more. Uh, right now, you're seeing AMD. They, they've got their catalyst is nothing more than NVIDIA earnings. I mean, NVIDIA earnings is what's going to come. Here's the setup, and this is what's nice. We talked about uh, kind of divergence. You can see AMD seventy eight percent gain up into the you know into their earnings. And what did they do? Yeah, they did okay. It wasn't anything great. You know, you're kind of seeing this range. Let me put this range in here. You're seeing this range play out before earnings um, and after earnings, you're right in the middle of this range. Now, the valuation is a little crazy. Could you come back down here to your 50-day? Yeah, you could. You're probably using that uh, 164 as support. But as long, and here's what you have to understand. Look at that MACD. It's going down. The MACD is going to cross up here. So I predict in the next next day or so, we're going to have a MACD cross up. You've got that kind of convergence. You've got this capitulation right here where it's trading in this range ever since the, the middle of January. We're in the middle of February now. So you've got about a month of capitulation. What does that do for a lot of these stocks? A lot of these high flyers, it pushes them higher. It pushes them higher. You're at all-time highs. It is hard to invest at all-time highs. I'm not saying go out and buy uh, AMD at 175 if you have any questions, look at the weekly. You are overextended on the weekly, but in the short term, if you want a 1% or 2% bounce, I think AMD might be one that you look at this week. Again, you know, it might be a good two to three weeks here. Uh, you can read this this thing on, uh, you know, on TrendSpider. If you're not following the, the right uh, uh, people on Twitter, I would just go over to my Twitter and follow who I follow. That, that's it. Um, will this be a, a, AMD's week? Here's the other thing. AMD has a 74% win rate this week. If we go over here to TrendSpider and we go not monthly, monthly, you know, February is 75% of the time, you're good. Here's the week of the year. Uh, if we go back to, let's go back to, do, 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 I'm going to go back to, um, let's just go back to 2004. Since 2004, 19 years. This is the best week. This is the best week of the year. 75% of the time, the change in AMD was positive. Get it, 173, you know, where it opened up. I think you'll be fine. You know, again, positive. Uh, it opened up, let me see, it opened up at 172. Get it, 173. I like AMD. And again, that that's one. I am not into small caps. I will go over. This weekly Wyckoff is just too good to be ignored. And, and what they're talking about is the spring up into the second leg of IWM. I am not a fan of small caps. I will repeat that. I am not a fan of IWM. But I can't ignore this, this kind of setup that they've had. Uh, last week, it, it got across up here at 196. You're at 201. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. 
That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Uh, that's nice 2% bounce. Your, uh, your uh, MACD is down here. Your RSI is quickly at 66. But, you know, did, does, let, let's look at the um, seasonality of this one since 2004. 85% of the time, you're up this week. So if you can get this one at its open and sit with it for a week, 85% of the time you're up. This one opened up at 199, you're at 201. You'll get another chance to buy at 199, put in a, a an order for 199. But IWM, it's good. Trendspider says, hey, it's setting up in this Wyckoff on the weekly. Probably a good bounce. Uh, here are the top 15 per- performers in growth tech that I track in my investment model. I'm wondering which one of these names will continue to outperform. This is an amazing list. Get this list from Shea. SMCI, I'm in. Arm, I'm not in. I should be in. NVIDIA, I'm not. I'm in. Uh, Palantir, I'm in. Fastly, I'm not in. I should be in. Confluent, I should be. Meta, I'm in. Netta, I don't know what Netta is. CrowdStrike, I'm not in. I got out. I should be in. Spotify, absolutely. Your list, probably listening to me on Spotify, should be in. Taiwan Semi, absolutely should be in. Pan W, I am in. Monday, down 13% today based on their earnings. So this is a good list. I I really like that list. Uh, Brad Freeman, another busy week ahead. Here's what you have to, this is, he's going to give you one pagers. He does a phenomenal job of putting out there um, all of his uh, the, the the stuff. He puts a one-pager out, and you can just read, go to the bottom and read his conclusion. He is spot on with his uh, his analysis of stocks. I really, really like Brad. Um, and he does, I'll go over some of these earnings. Anet is the one today. Shopify, God, this one is running. Datadog, Airbnb, Robinhood. I'm not covering Robinhood. I'm not going over it. Twilio, we know that Twilio is Alpha Picks pick this month. Um, getting into that one, I think I've missed that one. Frog, I just went over Trog. Trading Desk, DraftKings, Coinbase, Dash, Toast. Um, yeah, midweek reviews, Shopify, Airbnb. D- d- yeah, these are these are really really good stocks to 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 look at this week. And Brad goes over them really well. Uh, Beamer stock. This is Beamer. BMR. I want to go over this one because it is up a hundred and fifty percent. And it's up no, basically because, only because they announced um, video standard adoption with NVIDIA. BMR is up, now it's up 244%. This is on a run. This is why Seeking Alpha is so good. I wouldn't know about this one unless Seeking Alpha pointed it out to me. And it was already up 140%. Had I not been doing this podcast with you degenerates, I would be up 150% on this, trading this. Because you know why? What you want to do is you want to go into a five-minute chart. And you want to trade this on some type of volatility. And the volatility here, you can see, well, let's let's do a little extended hours. Because we can, um, here in TrendSpider, I would be trading this in Active Trader Pro. But look. You had confirmation. You could have sold out here, and if when you lost confirmation at about three sixty-seven, this one got you in at about you know seven oh five this morning at three forty-four. If you bought in, let's just say you put five hundred dollars into this at three forty-four, you're up almost five hundred dollars, if not more. So again, confirmation is a strong tool. Want to know what confirmation is? Here in the education, uh, when we go over here, 
Confirmation is the first thing that I went over in the education newsletter. This is part of the paid newsletter. You can get a free seven-day trial at dailystackpeak.substack.com. But it's clear on the five-minute, you've still got confirmation on this one. Now, I don't know where this one's going, but I'd trade this one on a five-minute chart if I wasn't doing this podcast. But Beamer Stock, the simple, simple thing is it just got the name NVIDIA in a, in a news story. That's it. So, yeah. It's an interesting one. I don't know. I mean, you know, long term, probably not. We can go over and we can look at Beamer uh, here in, in its Wall Street. It says strong buy 5.0. Uh, there's not a lot of news on this one. If we go to uh, Finviz and we look at it, I'm sure it doesn't have a ton of uh, shares floated. Um, short interest, not too much short interest. Shares floated 4.47 million. It's got 12 million shares outstanding. So they own about 8 million shares. You can see here back in uh, June, it pumped all the way up to looks like $8.04. And we're now at $6.70. You might be going to that $8. Uh, income, they lose $1.34 million. Cash on hand, they only have about 500000 You can bet that there might be a dilution just today. There might be a dilution um, just today. Uh, average target price, $5. Again, you're trading at 6 Nobody's selling on the inside. So there's not a lot. Of, I mean, this is just a small, small float. But Beamer, up 215%. It's already come down a little bit. Um, I, I complete. Let's see, the high 858. So it bounced off that 8. If you want to buy some puts or buy, uh, you know, go short on this one, do it. Do it, but you know, do it to your detriment. You can see the MACDs crossing over, blah blah blah. Uh, we went to earnings calendar, and I was going over this earlier. This is on Savvy Trader, by the way. Just just to kind of do a little bit of a, a a flex here, but if uh if we go to Discover and we look at the uh oh, am I no longer the one week? Oh, I'm not no longer the one week. Uh, let's see, um, best returns one month. I'm the one month. Am I not the one week? That's probably pins. Yeah, I got trounced out of here. I'm number seven. I don't know, 7.82% over one week. But one month, still the number one. Still the number one at 29%. Three month, am I the number one in three months? No. Year to date, am I still number one year to date? Uh, I am still number one year to date. So, yeah. But I go over here to earnings. I do like the layout of Savvy Trader to look at their earnings. There's a couple of catalysts this week. The first thing is on Wednesday, uh, you're going to get the 13F filings. This will be huge. And the paid newsletter subscribers got this news uh, yesterday uh, so they could set up for this. But their, their 13F filings are the the large um, the large head funds. And they're going to have to announce their uh, their their uh, earn, what they've shifted into in Q4. You're going to see a lot of movement. There's going to be a lot of movement this week in the in the, in the stocks that I point out in the uh, the the corpor in the the paid newsletter. Um, there's going to be a lot of movement there because those people, you know, like Buffett and uh, you know uh, uh, Bill Ackman and those guys, when they move out in and out of stocks, you can see movement in those stocks. But one that I want to talk about this afternoon, we've talked about it before is Arista Networks. I like this one. Um, this one, it looks like it, it's up to, 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 it was up about 3% before. It's up 0.53. It has run up. Um, it opened up today at 292. Uh, it, it looks like it's at 283 right now. So it's getting a little bit of a pullback in a long-term uh, chart on this one. This is just kind of run. 
I hate the fact that it's run this much, but I do like this one. Um, if we go over here to Anet and we look at fin, uh, some of the stuff, the quant has it as a hold, Wall Street has it as a buy. The issue is the valuation, and it's ranked nine out of 47. Uh, this is, it's just ranked a little bit high. I mean, the valuation is a little bit high develops markets and sells cloud networking solutions in America's Europe. It's cloud. The company's cloud connection services consist of extensible. This is what's running AI in the cloud. I mean, that's essentially what this is. And so I like this company. Do I want to own it here? In my mind, I just think it's run up a little too much. If this pulls back on earnings, if you see this pullback on earnings, uh, if you see it pull back to its 21 day of 233, if you see it pull back to about 250, I'd say buy this one. Honest to God, I, I just, you know, if we look at it here where it was capitulating for a few months, you're seeing about 260. There's a shelf. I, In my mind, I think this one's a good one. A, another good one for earnings this week is Shopify. The problem is you've run up. You're at $90. This is $90. This is just, they've announced that they're raising their prices. This thing has pricing power. It has run up too much. Do I buy into this? No. Do I think you could get this one at $100 after earnings? I think it could run up to 100 If you look at this long term, your support level is going to be 82 So if you buy here at $90, um, your support is 82 Understand that's like a 10% pullback. Um, the, the issue is 100% valuation. They are not making money. Their forward PE is 85. So what they forecasted, they're still pay, you're paying 85 times earnings. It's just expensive. The average target price is $78. The most recent ones uh, come from you know December, $65. It's an expensive stock. Now, insiders... No insider stuff going on. Uh, it's an expensive stock. Look at the chart. It's not at its all-time highs. Its all-time highs are 150. So I do think that 100 could be in the cards on this one. Just understand it's expensive. One that isn't as expensive but got shot down on its earnings last time is Cisco. Uh, Cisco reports, I think, on Wednesday after the bell. Yeah, Wednesday after the bell. And this one, I think if you can get this under 50 and it's trading at 49.86 right now and you're seeing the MACD's crossing up, um, we're going to get a, a buy here under 50. And I think if you buy it under 50, long term, I think you get back to the 60 level. Um, I do think that you get back to the 60 level. It's not too far to think that you can get back to the 60s. Now, this is a, a tech company that has a good, decent dividend. You can see back here, we were close to 60 um, in September. And and ever, I mean, if you got into Cisco in September and, and you wrote it, I, I mean, you've wrote, ridden some of the biggest, uh, the, the tech bubble, if you will, from September to October. Uh, I'm sorry, September to now. Um, this one's just continued down. So I, I do like this one. I think it's set up well. Uh, am I buying it? Not yet. You are using that 200-day on the weekly as a support level at about 49. I think that's where the the volume shelf is right there. Um, if we pull it back to its all to, kind of the highs back here in December 2021, you can see this is the biggest the biggest volume shelf right here. So downside, if you get down to 47, if they announce something bad and you get down to 47, look out below because I think you're getting to 45. 
So your upside and downside, you have to figure that out. I just bring it up. I think it's a good one. I've, I haven't invested in Cisco since like uh, I think 2001. Uh, energy transfer. Energy's just been a horrible, horrible sector. This one's finally getting some pullback here. It ran all the way up here to $14.50. You're at $14, okay? Their, their earnings are coming up on uh, February 14th, same thing. Uh, you've got the MACD crossing down, got out with a 0.32% um, gain. This one, you gain 32% if you just buy and hold it over 38%. I don't suggest trading this one. I suggest buying it. The reason I suggest buying it is this dividend. And the dividend is, I think it's 8 point, let's see, estimate 8.93 uh, rear-facing. It's 8.91 forward-facing with what they expect to, to, to pay out. Um, so it's 8.91%. And this one over one year, you're up 9%. Year-to-date, it's up 1.27%. You're, you're not getting the uh, the craziness of energy just degradation in this one. Uh, Goldman, uh, October 6th, $14 stock. Right now, it's trading at $14.06. So it's right at it. It's, I think they're going to announce the dividend. I think they may even announce an increase in the dividend. They do natural gas. Natural gas has just been killed. Killed. Now, what's interesting, we brought this up since February of last year. This dude, the executive chairman, uh, William Kelsey, has been buying millions of dollars of shares. Millions. I mean, $21 million, uh, at $13. Uh, $17 million at $13, $12 million at th- $12.49, uh, $12.95, another $14 million, $13.14 million, uh, $13.53, $13 million, $13.33, and he's collected a 9% dividend while collecting all of those shares. Crazy, crazy good. Another good one this week uh, that I think could see some volatility, Hubs, HubSpot. Uh, this one is a, um, a, I think it's a software service company. I know them as a, a, a provider of a bunch of um, uh, marketing software. They are losing money. The forward PE is 94. This is super expensive. The target price is $627. Guess where you're trading? $627. So upgrade December 12th, uh, $610 price target. You're trading at 627 Insiders have been selling at much lower prices, 509, 610, 555. There has been a, a lot of selling of this one at much lower prices. So I don't know what to expect on this one. 627, uh, it's praying at 630 in pre-market. Um, They're coming up with their earnings on uh, Wednesday as well. Uh, Long term, this again, remember, they are not making money. The all-time highs back in 2021 were around 837. It's expensive. I mean, let's go over to uh, to Seeking Alpha and look at HubSpot. But I'm bringing up some ideas for uh, you know some plays this week. This is you know a buy on the quant 4.28. The valuation is the only thing that's dinging it. The valuation is it. But you know, I, I would be completely worried. Uh, about possibly uh, writing in this one off because if you do get some type of crazy pullback on this, I think you could buy it. So it's down 2.5% at $630. Um, Deer. Deer is an interesting one because I pointed this out uh, in, on YouTube Live. I think this one, you could play solidly between 350 and 450 
Look at this. I, I mean, you don't have a buy in the algorithm right now. The MACD might cross up before their earnings, which is on Wednesday. Uh, I think it's before the bell. Uh, I would not trade this one. This is a company that you could buy between 350 and 450 and probably just be fine. Look at this weekly. Okay, if I take this and I just go down to the 350 level, which is right here, and I say, okay, I'm going to go to the 350 level, and then I'm going to go to the 450 level, which is right here. Look, I mean, if you want to play this one, this goes all the way back to 2022. I think that's the range that you play this in. You've got a positive 200-day. The 50-day is moving negative. Now, is it expensive? Eh, it's a little bit expensive. For an industrial, it's 11 forward PE of 13. Um, you've got a dividend of 1.44, 1.37 forward. Average target price is 428. Most recently, Morgan Stanley initiated coverage with a $430 price target. You're trading at 386. 386 right now. So I think you could play. I think I don't think that one's a horrible one to play. Another earnings play this week, AMAT Applied Materials. This one, a little expensive. Again, when you're talking about technology, you're talking about buying at all-time highs. They are priced to perfection. This one is coming up uh, February 15th, so uh, Thursday. Uh, applied materials. It's an expensive one. If you look at the, the weekly chart, um, look at the all-time highs before we're in 2022, at about 165, you're at 186. 186 applied materials. We can go over here to, to look at applied materials. P of 22, forward P of 20. That's not crazy in the tech sector. This is a semiconductor. I mean, you look at um, yeah, NVIDIA, they're, they're much higher, but they're making better chips, to be honest with you. Uh, more chips that, that people want, and they have pricing power. Average target price on this one, 176. Most recently, Cantor Fitzgerald put it at 180. You're trading at 185. So it's expensive. I don't know if I want to do that. The two that I think have the biggest opportunities for uh, for volatility this week, Dash. This is DoorDash. They had huge, huge earnings last time. They had a a, a nice gap up from eighty one. Uh, all I'm sorry, from seventy five all the way up to eighty two. Uh, they had that gap up. And since then, they've been just going up. You're in the middle of a buy here. The algorithm got you in at 97. So if the algorithm got you in at 97 and you're sitting at 97, you're sitting at a nice 23% gain over 34 days. That's fantastic. The RSI, super high, 75, overbought. Their earnings are coming up again on Thursday. Um, you know, all-time highs. Let's see. Are we at all-time highs? I don't think so. No. You're not even at your, you don't even have a 200 day because it hasn't been uh, there long enough. In November 2021, this was a $228 stock. It is crazy that people were paying that price for this, but it was on future growth. Uh, they don't have a forward PE because they don't do it. They're losing 1.04, um, 0.44, so about a billion dollars. They have plenty of cash on hand. They're not going to dilute anybody, but. Um, yeah, year to date, you're up 21%. Uh, average target price, 110. You're trading at 120. So this one could have, you know, January 9th, BMO said 120. Uh, January 8th, Jeffrey said 130. You're trading at 120. So the upside, I'm not sure of, but these things move. If they announced some type of thing that they're making money, this is going to move a lot and it's going to be hype. The other one this week, 
There's a couple of uh, things out here. Sportsbooks lost uh, on the Super Bowl because I think a lot of people took Kansas City uh, with the two points. Nobody really believed, even though Kansas City was the underdog, I don't think a lot of bettors bet on the 49ers. So a lot of sportsbooks lost. That includes DraftKings. They haven't said that they lost, but includes DraftKings. But there was a big announcement today. DraftKings lands Barstool Sports as sports betting partner. Who do you think of the degenerates who are betting on DraftKings? It's the dudes who go on Barstool Sports and watch videos of the drunk people at Waste Management. That's who's watching, who's betting using DraftKings. So Draft here's if you got DraftKings has rallied twenty seven percent over the last six weeks, traded well above their two hundred day. If we go and look at DraftKings, it's down one four point four eight percent today, and the reason is probably because they lost money on the Super Bowl. It's not nothing other than that. It opened at forty two. It's at forty two seventy three. If we go and look at DraftKings in in, in Finviz, DraftKings over here. Uh, DraftKings, they don't have a forward PE because they don't, they're losing a billion dollars. They, they have plenty of cash on hand. Do not worry about this company with cash on hand. They have plenty of cash on hand. Average target price, $41.35. It's trading at $42 right now. Uh, most recent, Stifle upgraded them, $45 price target. So you only have three bucks in this one to get to the, uh, the, the upside. You're only 2% away from your 52-week high. Again, it's a little crazy to think about investing in this one. But it doesn't mean that you can't. Doesn't mean that you can't. Um, uh, let me see this one. Oh, uh, Matilda want, looks at Intel. Intel might be coming back. She wants me. These are the social requests. Let's go over these. Intel. I do own, still own twenty five thousand dollars worth of Intel at about a ten percent loss, five percent loss. It might be there. I think I bought it about forty six. Um, so I might be at about, about a 5% loss. I do think it's coming back. Intel had, and we went over this last week. They had a cross up here, um, at 4287. I said it was probably going to use this 200 day as its support level. I think you're going to come back up here and fill this gap to 48. Uh, I don't think that Intel is crazy expensive. I, I think they got the additional chips money. Their forward PE is 19. Their PE is, uh, 114. So they do have to hit their targets, and that's where they got dinged down is they brought their targets down. I don't know if that was sandbagging, but I do think that $50 price point is your top. The 52-week high is $51.28. You're 13% below that. Your average target price is $45. you are trading at $44. Do I buy a $42 at $44? I don't know. I mean, I might add to it here. $42 was probably the price point to buy it at. Um, I think if we see some type of pullback on NVIDIA, I think if we see some type of pullback on SMCI, I think if we see some type of big pullback, that's where you could get hurt on this one. But I don't think buying at 44, Matilda, I, I think honestly, I think if you're in this for the long term, I think this one's fine. I just think in the chip space specifically, there might be better places to put your money if you're thinking about short term. The, the, the long term, I think Intel is a solid company. Good management, good product, uh, doesn't have really good earnings, um, but I do think that they're starting to make uh, make some ground up. Uh, Carol from Facebook, hey Gary, thoughts on MD, MDB, chart looks like SMCI, your thoughts. MongoDB is a database company. I don't know, everybody that I talk to that has used the actual software of MongoDB loves it, thinks it's fantastic. It's just at these highs. I mean, that's the problem that you're seeing. It's at these highs. Um, you know, your all-time highs are 522 
uh, I'm sorry, 565, 570 in that neighborhood. Uh, and that was November, December, November 2021, December 2021. It's just the expense. But again, I kind of go over it. If you believe in this company and you use the actual software and you like it, other people will too. So, you know, you're up 21% year to date. You're up 125% over one year. This is the type of company that benefits from lower rates. So that's why you're starting to see all of these companies take off. This is where you're starting to see the rates come into play. The market is trying to price this in. And, and I still think that March, uh, March may have a cut, but if it doesn't cut, that's the pullback. That's the pullback. Scott from Facebook said, saw uh, Brad on um, uh, Brad trimmed crowd 7%. He feels like it's getting expensive. Uh, I think I'll do the same. Crowd is expensive. And, and he, Brad's a great investor. Uh, just understand, he is a fundamental investor. He is not looking at charts. He is 100% a fundamental investor. So when he says, yeah, it's getting expensive, he's talking about, you know, maybe you'll have a button hook. If you don't know what a button hook is, oh, here on the uh, the education newsletter, I have button hook. But he's starting to see a little button hook. Uh, I agree with him. That is, it, it is expensive. CrowdStrike is crazy expensive. The forward PE is 86. When do they have earnings coming up? It looks like February, March 5th. But CrowdStrike, it is incredibly expensive. They are not making money. Uh, when they announce that they make money, expect this one to just explode. And that's what's happening. You're seeing income of down $11 million. This is cybersecurity stock. Now, if we go over here, I, I, I owned uh, uh, CrowdStrike and I sold it at $250. Uh, I have owned Palo Alto since about $150. Um, this one, the PE is 209 The forward PE is 57 This one has just got exploded as well. And so if you look at CrowdStrike at 86, who's not making money, who may make money, um, but then you go over to Palo Alto Networks and their forward PE is 57. Now, the one I got out of, Fortinet, their forward PE is 36 and they're making money. Their PE is 48. They're up 20% year to date. This is 70 bucks. Uh, I think it's an $80 stock. But 70 bucks seems to be the top that it's putting in. It's 52-week range. Again, $81 is the top. Uh, its target price is $75. So it, it just depends on which one you want to get into. I do think CrowdStrike, because it's the fastest growing one, uh, that's the one that everybody's getting into. That and Palo Alto Networks are the two. Uh, Shep, could you, could you please look at ELF? Is it, if it, is it too late to get into Elf is one that Sherry found and uh, I did not get into. I picked Ulta. I was down, I think, uh, almost 20% on Ulta um, when it first came out. And I should have gotten into Elf because Elf was up like 20%. I've gone over this one before. Uh, Is it too late to get in? I don't know. What's your catalyst? Because your earnings are over. Uh, Is it too late to get in from a, a valuation standpoint? I don't know anything about makeup. But their forward PE is 50 uh, the PE is 78. Now, Ulta, which I currently own, um, its PE is a 21, forward PE of 19. But does Elf have more growth in it? Uh, the, the stock price would say yes. Average target price, 198. You're sitting at 177. So, you know, Ulta's average target price is 544. You're sitting at 521. So, is it too late to get into Elf? Probably not. Shep. But to be honest, I'm not into makeup. I'm not throwing my money around there. I still think the tech is your play. 
Uh, Derek in Europe, WSM, please and thank you. Uh, WSM is, oh, come on. WSM, uh, oh, WSM, William Sonoma. This is a specialty retailer. Uh, average target price, 185. You're trading at 221. Um, 52 week range. You're, you're, you're at your 52 week high. I mean, let's just say you're at your 52 week high. Uh, January 11th, Webbush said $230. Are we seeing any uh, buyers? No. We're seeing sellers at 201. The president and CEO sold at 201, $4 million. Eh, that's not a lot. He, uh, but the, the ex president, uh, or the, I'm sorry, the president and CEO uh, sold at 150 back in September, $15 million worth. Boy, don't they look stupid now that it's at 221. Um, but, you know, William Sonoma, I'm not a specialty retailer guy, so I'm not going to get into this personally. I just think you're paying you're paying too much. That's my take on it. I just think you're paying too much. Um, you know, the, the PE is 15. So I, I don't know if that's good in the specialty retailer group, but as long as they continue to grow, I just think, you know, with a target price of 185 and the most recent 230 bucks and you're trading at 220, where's your upside? That's kind of my thing is where's the upside on this one? Do I do I invest in this one that's a specialty retailer or do I invest in NVIDIA that has just shown that they have pricing power? Does William Sonoma have pricing power? I just don't know. Nick Bay is my main man. Have I mentioned SMCI QQQ? This is an interesting one. Rail Vision, RVSN. Uh, it's an AI stock uh, for railway systems, future projects in Europe. Don't listen to douche on the internet. Uh, um, they're losing $11 million. They only have a market cap of $31 million. Um, shares outstanding a million. You can see the pump up on this one to 24. Average target price, 56. But it doesn't say who's who's got that 56, so take it with a grain of salt. Um, you're, <laughs> this is the crazy part. Your 52-week range is between $1 and $23. You're in the middle there right now. Um, I don't know. There's no insider selling on this one. Let me see if uh, uh, RVSN... The chart, even on Finviz, just looks um, looks kind of wacky, if you will. Uh, Quant says hold. Profitability says F. I mean, they're just not making money, and they're gonna have to devalue you. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna issue more shares. They're losing eleven million. They have cash on hand of one million. How are they losing eleven million? And they have cash on hand of one million. When are they gonna devalue? That's it. So Nick throw your money in ether throw your money in bitcoin don't throw your money in that um uh let's see who is it dex from uh from uh from our our reddit group uh thoughts on arm versus smci versus nvidia arm was good at 50 and and the reason i say it was good at 50 is because we really didn't know that much about arm uh when they ipo'd uh we knew enough to know that hey the architecture is what all the chip companies build on um and so you know and this is my rudimentary understanding of this arm is software uh, that allows software companies to build software for chips and it's all within this architecture 
And so ARM is that architecture. And they license to the chip companies and to the software companies. So they get license fees from um, two different sources. Great revenue. Uh, it is the number one. I think they're 99% headset, um, 99% semiconductors. It, it is just a phenomenal, phenomenal platform. Now, at 126, am I getting into this? No. This is all hype. I know, and I say this, um, wait for a couple of days um, after earnings because they're not making money. It's a $129 market cap. Uh, if we go and we look at ARM here on Seeking Alpha, the, the problem I had before earnings is I just couldn't find enough about it. And am I willing to go into something where I can't find enough about it? Um, no. I mean, the answer is no. If you want uh, an article, I'll include this one from Seeking Alpha in the newsletter. Um, let me just make sure that I have it. Um, I'll tell you my notes on it too because I did respond to Dex. Uh, I said I'll add it to Monday. I do have some thoughts on ARM. It's an interesting one since nobody wanted it when they tried to sell it. Remember, uh, they SoftBank tried to sell ARM to NVIDIA for like $1 billion dollars. Well, what's the market cap of ARM now? $129 billion. So remember, NVIDIA just couldn't buy it because they couldn't get it through the regulators. That would have pushed NVIDIA to crazy heights, but I think the market woke up to the fact that AI and chip architecture will drive the next five years. That's what I think is driving this mania right now, but I just don't know enough about the earnings to say, yeah, hey, this is one that you should get into. I haven't researched it. There's not a ton of info out here on on, uh, on Finviz, but there is info on Seeking Alpha. And I think ARM uh, has some of these, a lot of these people, these analysts that are on Seeking Alpha, part of the reason I get Seeking Alpha Premium is because of this. They tell me where the uh, the valuation stuff is. I can just read these uh, these people from February 8th, from February 2nd, from February 9th. And I look at it and I can say, okay, ARM, I like it. I don't like it. The valuation is what keeps me out of this one. And I think it's just a little bit crazy. Bosco, Owens Corning, OC. Um, I mean, this is the coating that I hate on pans. I buy stainless steel and aluminum pans. I'm not investing in this one. Uh, I think that might be Dow. But Owens Corning, uh, I think they do Pyrex, which I actually like. Uh, February 12th, looks like they have earnings coming up on February 13th. This doesn't get me excited. So I, for me, I, the chart looks messy. It does look like it's capitulating here between 145 and 150. Not bad that you're at 147, but do I get excited over this? No. I mean, you know, again, it's, it's PE is 11. Do I expect this to go up to 170? No. Uh, it's, you know, top 52-week range is between 88 and 160. You're at 7% from your 52-week high. Average target price, 161. So, you know, most recently, Barclays downgraded them today to 160. You're trading at 147. You know, again, it doesn't get me excited, Bosco. So, nah. Otter with their earnings this week. Uh, OTTR. Uh, OTTR, Otter Tail Corporation. Uh, $4 billion market cap, income of $278 million. It has been on a run. This is a utility company. Um, uh, utilities. I mean, utilities just have gotten a bounce. Uh, OTTR? Uh, the, the chart doesn't get me excited. Chart tells me, hey, from a utility company that's run that much, 
Why the hell do I want to get in there with the, before their earnings? I don't know. I mean, OTTR, let's look at it in Seeking Alpha. Do people like it? Um, I know nothing about this. So uh, rating summary, sell, hold, hold. Ottertail raises quarterly dividend from, you know, 7, 7% to 46 cents. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, Travis asked me to look at Shopify. I went over Shopify. Uh, Travis, hopefully you know. I mean, if you're in Shopify, I don't think there's a reason to get out of Shopify. Uh, but if you're not into Shopify, I don't think there's a reason to play the earnings either. I think you wait. You know, Even if you pop 10% on the earnings, Wait for a day and have it come back down 5% so that, yeah, you're, you're missing it by 5%. But if it comes back down 5%, then you get it. I just think that a lot of these that have run up over these last three, four months, I think it's a little bit troublesome. Um, Dex asked me in the, the, the platform, Meta, is it a buy? So I, I want to read to you my response to, to Dex because I think Meta is one of these that uh, do I think it's coming back down here to 398? I don't think so. I think the bottom that you're going to see is about 450 in Meta. Uh, you can see it reached 450 and then it bounced back up. But I want to, uh, you know, sp- specifically Dex brings up, I do uh, think Meta is undervalued, but Mark Zuckerberg is selling a lot of shares. Is it time for Meta? Uh, is this the top? I will tell you, I, I don't think so. And and here's my explanation. Founders rarely sell because of price. It's more to fund a lifestyle and legacy planning. They don't sell their shares just to, hey, I need a pool in the backyard. These, these founders like Bezos and, and Zuckerberg and, and Elon, they sell to fund lifestyles. They sell to, to basically pay for something that they have, whether it's security or five or 10 years down the line. You saw uh, Elon sell Tesla to fund Twitter. He sells it to fund a lifestyle. Zuck has shown, and this is the big thing, uh, a good company with good products, with good management, um, that that will, you know, again, that's the thing. Zuck has shown he can take a punch. The Apple privacy issue. Apple basically handcuffed him. And they said, hey, you're no longer allowed to put tokens on people's phones to track them off of Facebook. So Zuck couldn't track, couldn't target. What did they do? They turned it around. They now have AI advertising that is targeting better than tokens. That means Meta is in the driver's seat to gain dollars if they keep their eyeballs on their apps. Uh, Add to that, they're getting into software, Llama, their large language model, and hardware, Oculus and Ray-Bans. In my opinion, this company just keeps getting stronger and they've shown they've gotten stronger while getting leaner. That's a great company with great products, with great earnings, and great management to buy. It's just a buy. I mean, honest to God, I don't know what to tell you. It's a little bit extended, but you can see they have great, great... I mean, Zuckerberg just proved himself. I am not a fan of Zuckerberg, by the way. I I, I don't like the man. I think he's a douche. Uh, I, I really don't like ever since he, he was on that board uh, with, you know, his white face in Hawaii showing his privilege by, you know, waving the American flag on that, that uh, automatic surfboard. Yeah. Come on, douche, douche, yeah, douche, just a douche, um, but very good manager. I will tell you that. 
let's see. White rabbits. What about Roku? Earnings on the 15th. Previously, if they hit it, a pop, it crossed up. Confirmation. Looking at volume shelves using gaps at November 2nd and November 14th and high at December 1st. Fundamentals not so good. Possibly upside 12%. Support at 81. Can you run your eyes over this? Looking for the post-earnings trading range. Roku. Right, right. But for was from um, uh, YouTube. So Roku, uh, they do have earnings this week. I am not a Roku fan. Uh, I am watching a Roku up here. Uh, I think Roku, I mean, Kathy Woods loved it. I don't know if she still owns it. But Roku, from a chart perspective, 92 uh, was the buy here. Um, the, the algorithm loses you 52%. You lose 44% buying and holding. And that's only because it just has not been a good stock. It really has not. Been. You've had to pick your battles. And, and it's capitulated down here. Look at that weekly. Do I want to buy something that, that's capitulating right here? If we look at, you know, pull back our volume shelf um, here to the high in J- J- July 2021, you're not seeing a lot of people holding up here at 200. You're not seeing a lot of people holding up here at 130. So it, it's got to get an earnings push to push it through. You can look at Roku from a, uh, a, a perspective here. It's not making money. It's losing almost a billion dollars. They have plenty of cash on hand. I don't think there's any problem with cash on hand. But they're not making money. And how are you a, a platform that doesn't make money? So, you know, let's look at the uh, the the symbol in uh, Seeking Alpha, Roku. Uh, I think the valuation is what's, yeah, the valuation is D. Profitability, D+. plus. Growth, they don't have a ton of growth. Revision, C+. plus. Momentum, A-. minus. So there, it's momentum is good, but... I just, you know, I can't get excited about this one. I Because I don't, I watch CNBC on one Roku device. Every other Roku device in my house sucks. I hate it. I hate it. I like my Apple TVs. I'd rather invest in Apple. So White Rabbits, I don't know what the range is, but you can see right here, um, if I'm picking out a range, I'm saying it's capitulate. If we think that this is the top right here at about 111, uh, I think your bottom is 53. Do I want to trade in that range? No. No. I mean, I, I'm just not willing to put in that range that that I'm, you know, put my money into that range on a company that's not making money. Let's go over some scans. Uh, CRM. This is Salesforce, one that I do own. It has been on a run. Uh, you don't have any catalysts that are coming up until March, I think. Uh, February 28th is their earnings. Um it's run. I mean, this is just one that has run. Uh, Mark Benioff uh, is a master at this one. You are Your all-time highs are here at 311. So you're trading at 288. Do I think it'll get there? Absolutely, I think it will get there. This is an AI company. Make no mistake about it. The PE is 109 and forward PE is 30. That's expensive, but not for an AI company. So if they can continue growing the way that they have and they can continue to be a, a, a you know manager's stewardship uh, of the cash flow that they make, I think this one continues higher. Uh, Fang, they announced earnings. This is the uh, Diamondback Energy. Uh, I think they announced earnings. Um, let me see. Did they announce earnings? Nah, their earnings are coming up. But they had a huge, huge push um, today for some reason. It's a, what, 1%? 3.79%. They're up 9%. Let's see. What the hell did Fang announce? But they had a cross-up. Um, we can look at Fang. Let's see what happened. Biggest stock movers today. Diamondback Energy. 
Uh, did they pre-announce earnings? 7% after confirming a merger with Endeavor Energy Resources valued approximately $26 billion. So announced a 7% increase in its di- base dividend and provided production guidance for Q. Yeah, that's up 9%. I, I mean, you know, are you getting all the all-time highs at 176? Eh, I don't know. But, you know, if you bought down here at 153 on Friday, if you had the TrendSpider algorithm and you bought at 153, because this is in the energy name list. That's where I got it from. Um, so, yeah, the the rest of them, you can go over them. I mean, the, in the newsletter. Uh, again, I point out the alpha picks. It's 89 bucks. Remember, the sale goes on till Wednesday. Get this one. If we go over here and, and we just look, alpha picks has three new articles. Again, they give you articles. Portfolio review. They do a, a, a webinar. It's great. I, I sit there and watch it on my Apple TV. Perion Network downgraded Alpha Picks portfolio review, uh, stock selection webinar and replay. I mean, Technoglass removed. They tell you when they buy and sell. The the performance is absolutely unmatched. 105 percent versus 32 percent during that same time period in the S and P. So if you want it, get it at $89 because once this sale is up, remember, this doesn't go to $199. I had a $99 coupon. I don't think they're going to give me a $99 coupon again. I think you're going probably up to $250 to $300. And that's the coupon because the regular price is going to be $499. It's based on performance. So uh, there's that one. Uh, the link tree. Uh, let's just take one more look at Jim Cramer. Because that that douche charges a ton of money for his uh, his uh, special brand of hey buy this uh, here's the TrendSpider offer if you want TrendSpider click that link you get my algorithm you get the watch list you get everything it's fifty percent off uh, seventy four dollars a month eight eight ninety two if you can't make with the algorithm seventy four dollars per month you're just not paying attention because in the core portfolio, you've got seven or eight names that would have made you $800 over the last month or so. I mean, look at Uber when we were buying at 40 back in October, uh, when I bought down here in October, a bunch, you can look at SMCI, which we're up again, a 5% at 782. I was telling you, Buy down here for this gap up to 300. I was telling you for months to buy it down here while it was capitulating. You've you doubled your money now if you bought it at 300, expecting that gap up to 350 like I have. You've doubled your money. Uh, so there's tons and tons of Taiwan Semi. Taiwan Semi, I was uh, screaming, get it under 100. Um, Shopify, I was screaming, getting this at 50. Roblox. Even this one, most recently, I said, get this one under 40 before they announce earnings. It's now 44. So there are plenty of examples. And TrendSpider is the place to get it. The algorithm, it just tells you exactly what you need to do. The charts are a learning curve, but it is absolutely necessary for this one. Your next one, we're going top down here. Next one is Seeking Alpha Premiums, $50 off coupon. It's 189 bucks. This is how I get all, like I said, if I were to go in here and type ARM, and, and I just, you know, you can't find any info on Finviz. You can't find anything. But these articles right here, they give me everything that I need to know. People also follow SMCI. They follow C3AI. They follow Rivian, Cart, Marvell. They give you a bunch of, uh, of stocks. If you look at the, the peers on ARM, you can do the charting where you compare it against other, uh, other uh, things that you invest in. This is a, such a great tool. Uh, now, Seeking Alpha is free. A lot of this stuff is free. 
But the premium service is what I sell. Uh, it's on there on the link tree right there. Uh, the second one, Alpha Picks is the third one. Weeble. If you're not in Weeble, you're crazy. I love this app. I didn't bet on the Super Bowl. And you know why? Because I bet in Weeble. I just buy stocks. I have done so much better with my money betting uh, on stocks in Weeble than I have on anything else. And the newsletter. If you're not subscribed to the newsletter, the newsletter is 100% free. So you know, on the weekends, I do uh, do paid ones. Uh, like this weekend, I did trading in an IRA versus a brokerage account versus HSA, Roth IRA. I did, you know, how I determine where I'm trading at um, and, and what the, the factors are that I determine it. And I also gave you some charts. Um, I gave you some additional charts. The Bob article, free on the weekend. I gave that as a preview. preview. We're at all-time highs. Oh, and I gave you a great Seinfeld about a write-off there. Uh, but I gave you a bunch of charts, a bunch of analysis of this upcoming week. So there's a bunch of things in here. Oh, there's Jim Cramer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bear Stearns. Bear Stearns is fine. Don't take your money out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Netflix, buy at, at 315. Uh, then it goes down. Yeah. 500 or something. Yeah. Oh, he was saying buy it at 650. Yeah. Netflix is still a great one. But yeah, the, the, the newsletter is fantastic. Uh, lots of positive feedback on that one. And the rest of this stuff, yeah. And again, if you're going to complain that I have too many ads and that I go over too much stuff, then I want you to send me a $5 tip. Yeah, if you complain that I have too many ads, you should just send me a $5 tip because none of those six people have ever supported this podcast. They want it for free. And, and and shit in life, if you, you know, seeking alpha, alpha picks is a prime example. Shit ain't free. So if you want to complain, send me a tip. If everybody that listened to this podcast sends me a dollar, sends me a dollar today, okay, I will not do an ad for the next week. And I know how many people listen to this podcast. That That is way more than I would make on any ad if you just send me a dollar. Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, it's all there. It's all there. So I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Remember, ANAT this afternoon. Um, I think that one's not a bad one. I'll be watching it. If there's a pullback, I'm probably buying it. I like that one. Okay, take care. Morning, I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. and fear.